Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Mustard Seed Leadership, where we are starting a brand new six-part series called Growing Your Leadership Capacity, which I'm super excited about because for me, this is one of the greatest challenges as a leader is how do we enlarge our capacity? So let me start with a definition. Leadership capacity is simply how much can you handle? How much responsibility can you shoulder? How many people can you lead? How many projects can you manage? How much influence can you wield? And it's not something that's set, it's something that can grow and diminish. Now leaders of great influence have learned to stretch their capacity as much as possible. So the big why, why is it so important that we would want to grow our capacity as leaders? Well, a couple of things. Number one, John chapter 15 and verse 8. Jesus said this. He said, This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. In other words, God is glorified by fruitfulness. The more we can do through our lives of eternal glory, the more God is glorified. So we want to grow our capacity to grow the amount of glory we can reflect to the Lord. Secondly, because we are the limiting factor in what God wants to do here on earth. Think about it. God in His wisdom has constrained Himself to work through us as human vessels. God works with His Word, by His Spirit, but through men and women. And that's why leaders are critical. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 3.20, it says, Now him, to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine according to His power that is at work within us. In other words, God can do immeasurably more, but we only have 24 hours a day. So the more we can enlarge our capacity, the more the immeasurable God can do in and through us. So the greater our capacity, the more God can do through us. Now, before we look at enlarging our capacity, when should we? What are some of the warning bells or symptoms or signs that say you're hitting your capacity right now? A couple of things. One, feeling overwhelmed. Have you ever had that feeling when you feel like my ship is sinking? I'm just struggling to keep head above water. Another one is burnout. When your emotional tank has run dry, you're just burning out. Another one is frustration. You've lost the joy of your job. You've lost the joy of working with people. Or you just start dropping balls. Uh, too many tasks, too many things on the go, and you start making a habit of dropping balls. Here's an example from Acts chapter 6 and verse 1. It says, In those days when the number of disciples was increasing, the Hellenistic Jews among them complained against the Hebraic Jews because their widows were being overlooked in the daily distribution of food. In other words, this time of growth in the church had brought more people, more projects, and now the leadership team were spinning. They, they had reached the, the, the limits of their capacity, and as a result, priorities were being dropped and people were beginning to complain. Those are signs that you've reached your leadership capacity. So how do we grow our leadership capacity? You stretch it through transitioning to a new way of working and leading. That's what we're going to focus on. And it's really this new way of thinking and doing things is, is, is to me beautifully summed up in two quotes. The first one is this, is to learn to work on the business and not in the business. Think about that for a moment. Big capacity leaders are working on the business, as in how to make it better, not in the business, as in a big job description where you've got lots of daily tasks that you have to accomplish. I want to ask you now, church leaders, organization leaders, are you working on the church or are you working in the church? That's a huge one. I love the way T.D. Jake said it. He said this. He said, to learn to touch everything but hold nothing. 
That's crucial. You see, he's a huge capacity leader, and I believe his secret is he's learned to touch everything, hold nothing. What does that mean? Big capacity leaders, they love to initiate things, set things up, but then hand it over to someone for the daily running. So they're not holding all these projects. Other people are holding them, and they're just influencing them with their gifting and their leadership skill. So let's dive into it. Six ways to stretch your capacity as a leader. And the one I want to focus on today is this one, to focus on as few things as possible. Focusing on as few things as possible. In other words, that means moving from a to-do list to a to-don't list. This is a critical transition for big capacity leaders. It starts with a revelation of God. John 15 verses 1 and 2, Jesus said, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. In other words, God is the gardener who wants to prune our lives because a pruned bush grows more. When it's cut back, it can concentrate that sap and produce more fruitfulness and more growth. And that's what God wants to do in our lives. He wants to trim away the excesses, trim away things that are not part of his plan for our lives, trim away what's not done in accordance with his will, and trim away what's not producing lasting fruit. And I'm going to say tries to trim because God will be trying to trim us, but sometimes our stubbornness or our traditions or set in our ways means we hold on to things that are not fruitful in our lives. So the big idea is big capacity leaders are focused. They don't try and do everything. They only do what only they can do and what they can do well. That's the transition big capacity leaders have made. So how do you know if you have been trimmed? Well, how do you know if you've been pruned? It's easy. You have a new no in your life. Something you used to always say yes to, I'll do this, yes. Now you've learned to say no and delegate it to others to do. Someone once said that the difference between a big capacity and a small capacity leader is simply the ability to say no. If you are that nice guy who always wants to say yes to everyone, that's beautiful, but you'll always be a small capacity leader because you're pleasing everyone else at the expense of pleasing God and doing what He has called you to do. So let me land you with a challenge. Number one, we're going to fight against the desire to control. Failure to learn to trust people will always result in being a low capacity leader. We only have 24 hours in a day, and if you can't trust and open your hand and delegate, you'll be doing everything yourself, which will keep your capacity small. To build away from ourselves and not build dependence upon ourselves. Craig Rochelle said it like this, if you can't trust your team, either you have the wrong team or you are the wrong leader. And then secondly, to start your to-don't list. Take a hard look at what currently occupies your time. You may need to carry a notebook for a week, just jotting down all the things that you are doing and then ask yourself the question, am I the one who should be doing this? Am I the only one who can be doing this? What of these things need to be transferred to my to-don't list? And here's a new note. Stop it. Make more room in your life for only that which you can do. So, the conclusion is big capacity leaders do as little as possible so that what they do give their time to will be super effective and influential. Hope that helps. We've got five more to go. Can't wait to look at the next one next week. Bye for now. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.